Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's our 100th episode today, which blows my fucking mind. Um, And it blows my mind because we've been doing this since 2017, which is nuts. And I'm just honestly overwhelmed with so much gratitude for our listeners, either from day one or new listeners. Uh, I just honestly, I love you guys so much. And I'm so appreciative that you've you know, stayed loyal or are newly loyal or anything. Just the fact that you're listening to this right now is super meaningful to me. I had no idea where this would be when I started it on my couch with my friend. And um, here we are. So it's pretty amazing. So thank you guys all so much for everything that for your participation in the polls, for asking me so many incredible questions all the time. And uh, I really appreciate that. So I'm going to do a tiny solo in the beginning, but then I want to, I want most of your attention to go to my friends, Katie and Brian, who are an amazing couple. And Katie has a blog called Honestly Kate, and she has never publicly announced who her boyfriend is. So she gave me the honor of doing that on the podcast, which is really exciting. But before we get into them, we're going to do a mini solo. So I'm going to start. We did a poll this week about being too available. Like, can you be too available? And you definitely can. I I think I responded that it's like a huge turnoff if you're too available. And a lot of people reached out to me and they were like, what is, how does that, what does that mean? What does it mean to be too available? How do I be less available? Or like, can you elaborate on that? So this is me elaborating on that. I think that, you know, being too available just means like saying yes right away to any date that the person suggests. I think it's hard because you can't really fake being busy. You should just be busy. Like you should make plans. You should put yourself out there. You shouldn't be the kind of person who like is always, you know, just waiting to be asked to go out or to do something. You should be proactive and make your own plans and be independent and live your own life. And I guess that's what I mean by not being too available because, I mean, I've dated tons, like I've dated guys who were too available and it was a turnoff to me. I'd be like, they'd be like, what are you doing tonight? And I'd be like, oh, I have this dinner and then I'm going to this event. What are you doing? And they'd be like, oh, I'm not sure. Or like nothing. And it's like, hmm, I mean, every now and then, like, fine. But 
for that to always be your default is weird. It's like, why don't you have something going on? Why don't you have hobbies? What are you doing that you're not busy at all or doing anything really? It's just, I don't know. It was odd to me. So I think make sure that you have things going on in your life and that is attractive, you know? Another thing we spoke about recently on our Instagram was how often couples fight. And we posted we posted screenshots of answers and they varied from like, you know, once a week to once a month to once every few months. I don't think that there's a perfect number. And I think we actually touch upon this in the Brian and Katie episode that's coming right next. But I don't know. I mean, listen, like, it depends on your personality. Like my boyfriend and I were both Gemini Mars, which if you know anything about Mars, it's like the way that you react to things. And so we can both be very reactive. And I personally start up a lot. Like, and I'm, he starts up a lot. And so we end up, you know, fighting probably more than the usual couple, but I'm fine with it. I kind of like it. And it's not like the fighting is happening more than the getting along, if that makes any sense. But at the same time, I'm not like, oh my God, we're fighting so much. You know, I think if it gets to the point where it's too consistent, you have to switch up what you're doing and think of things differently because again, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, which is never, never good. I have a note that says talk about breakup. Oh, I've been through breakups. We've all been through breakups. I think we know that. I mean, just point blank. It's, it's much harder when you're the one being broken up with because whether you, you know, kind of expected it or not, it's always surprising that it happens. And I think if that's someone, if that's something you're experiencing, you should Again, it goes back to being busy. Find a hobby. Find something, you know, interesting to do or honestly try to go out and date again because the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else, especially if you're that unattainable person, you know, because you're getting over someone. I think people actually end up really liking that and being turned on by that. Another topic we were gonna get into is girls going for guys on the first date. I'm assuming that means making the first move or something like that. I think that's totally fine. I think we've actually talked about this before. As long as you, you know, back off afterwards, there's no problem with making the first move. Um, But then just make sure that they are into it and they are down which is always good to make sure of that so that you don't feel or look stupid, I guess. Someone asked me to talk more about why I'm not drinking. They said if if I can get into more specifics about my drinking before, like did I black out often or did I feel like I couldn't control myself? I don't know. It's hard to tell. I I blacked out definitely, but I wouldn't say it was often, but when it happened, it was shitty and it happened like intensely because I could only really drink tequila. 
I'm allergic to wine, to sulfates and stuff like that. And I was just not into beer. And I think I convinced myself I was allergic to beer too. And vodka sucks. So I would really drink like tequila on the rocks or margarita. I would end up getting drunk pretty quickly. I always had a low tolerance because I was never like a consistent drinker. But yeah, the blacking out was weird. And now not drinking... I like when I go to a wedding and my friends like throwing up like a million times after the wedding, I'm like, is that normal? I don't know. Like, is it normal to black out? I think it's weirdly become normal in a way. And I don't think that's good. I personally, if my partner blacks out, I'm like really turned off by that. But again, I'm someone who likes people who have their shit together. And because of that, I wanted to practice what I preach. And if I were blacking out and doing shit like that, I wouldn't be practicing what I preach. So, And then they said, would you consider yourself sober? Slash, what's the difference between not drinking and being sober? Um, yeah, I would consider myself sober. I think that the difference between not drinking and being sober isn't much. I think... A lot of the times being sober is working a spiritual program as well, whereas not drinking is just called being dry. I think, you know, I think it's all about like your confidence. If you're, if you can confidently say like, I don't drink and you don't really care what the effects of that are, great. If you can confidently say I'm sober, also great. I think you just, you know, you got to own it. And if someone is is going to shit on you for that and not date you because of that. And that's, that's on them. And then tips for easing out of drinking a lot or when to know that you might be a person who isn't meant to drink. I would say if you can see like your personality changing when you dr get drunk or drink, like when you do, when you're embarrassed by your behavior or, you know, when your friends can clearly tell when you're drunk, you know, I have some friends that will start saying things that are really, aggressive when they're drunk and I think if there's any like big personality change then you shouldn't be drinking if you have a lot of regrets for the things that you do when you're drinking again you shouldn't be drinking so you know and if if you want to tell me your story dm me or email us at we met at acme.com and I'll tell you my thoughts but again I'm not a doctor I'm not like a priest I can't really tell you what you gotta do that's totally your call and yeah and I'm gonna end this solo tidbit by reading a story an anonymous horror story that someone sent in they said I met this boy at a rooftop in Boston he worked with my friend and was mildly attractive he stole my phone and added me on snapchat Ugh, red flag I added the red flag thing Never got his phone number. They decided to meet for drinks. He suggested legal seafood. Yikes, in her words. She went, and after one drink, she was ready to go home. He suggested they go to another bar. Cue to us driving in his car through the city to the next bar. Why is he driving, by the way? They're at a stoplight, and she looks over to her left across the driver's side, and the girl in the car next to us is screaming the guy's name. I say, um, I think that girl knows you. And he says, oh, God, that's my ex. It was not his ex, she says. Next thing they know, they're running red lights and attempting to lose the girl who is tailing them throughout the city. 
She demands he drops her back at his at her car. Apparently, that wasn't possible because he said if I got out of the car, she would probably try to fight me. After the most stressful 20 minutes, they lost her long enough for him to bring me back to my car. After all this, I found out it was his girlfriend, and she essentially just caught him cheating, although they didn't do anything. Well, that is epic, and that guy is a fucking loser. And happy 100th episode. I hope you enjoy Katie and Brian. I'm furious because they turned off my AC last night in the whole building. I don't know what happened. They didn't really explain it to us, but in the middle of the night, I was sweating balls. And it sucked because I realized that I was sleeping on the wrong comforter. I wasn't using my Buffy bedding. And so luckily I realized and I switched it out and I had the best night. Honestly, it's so breathable and just easy. And I'm telling you, you sleep with Buffy and there are no night sweats. It's so incredible. It's softer than cotton. It like soothes, soothes, soothes. It soothes your skin, which is epic. And I'm a huge fan. I don't know what you guys are using to sleep with. I'm actually curious. You should tell me. But I have been loving sleeping with Buffy. You might see them around your Instagram. You should totally, totally check them out. It's 100% plant-based for all the vegan peeps out there or vegetarians. And you can try a comforter in your own bed for free. And if you don't love it, you can return it at no cost, which is pretty epic. So for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter Acme, A-C-M-E. So that's Buffy.co and enter Acme. And you can get $20 off your Buffy comforter now. Check it out. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I am can't believe I'm so lucky to be sitting here with two friends of mine, Brian and Katie, or should I say honestly Brian and honestly Kate. That's us. <laughs> honestly, they, that's how people know him. That's really cute. So for those of you who don't know, Kate has a very successful blog called Honestly Kate, and she is not like so open about her personal life, but today is giving us the inside scoop and is actually here with her bae and my college friend, Brian. So we'll start with you, Katie. How old are you and where are you from? I'm 26 years old and I'm from New York, Long Island. Long Island, New York. But I grew up in, I was born in New York City and then we moved to the North Shore of Long Island. So you mean to say Long Island? Well, I meant like I'm from like New York City slash Long Island. I know what you're going for. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. But it's funny because I'm from the city and like I remember when I first got to BU and I hated everyone from Long Island and New Jersey and like and Westchester. Like I I just thought I was so much better than them, which is not the case. And when people would be like, so where are you from? And they'd be like, I'm from New York. I'd be like, no, they're not. Like, oh, my God. Can I tell you something even more embarrassing? Yeah. So I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah. And for like the first two years of school, way longer than it should have taken me. Mm-hmm. I thought Long Island was like this small little town where everyone was from. No. Because everyone I met seemed to go to like the same one or two high schools and they all seemed to know each other. So I was like, yeah, okay, Long Island is like, you know, this 
quaint little town in New York, wherever it's from. That's hysterical. Yeah. It was only wasn't it wasn't until like junior year where I realized it was like this massive sprawling island. Uh huh. Well, I mean, it's hard. Like I, I still don't know like what the valley really is. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like a bigger thing than I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think you need to find out what the valley is. I think you're doing just fine. Where you are. <laughs> no, but like in Clueless, when like there was all like the references to the valley, like I, I just thought it was like that one house. You know? Gosh, yes, so same. Yeah, but I'm also from Locust Valley, and I always grew up calling that the Valley. <laughs> so that's confusing. And it used to be confused people that when I went to Richmond, they'd be, I'm like, oh, I'm from the Locust Valley. They're like the Valley, uh-huh. <laughs> like not the one you know. <laughs> Wait, so Brian, how old are you? Uh, I'm 29 years old. Nice, nice. I can't yeah. believe you're 29. That makes me feel old because I'm only 28. Thanks. But I also <laughs> want him to be 30. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I want all guys <laughs> that all I'm guys dating to be, to be 30. 30. I'm like, oh, my boyfriend, he's 30. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you you got to stop doing that. <laughs> do I'm we 29 think... years old. I'll be 30 at some point, but right now I'm still in my 20s. But why do you think we do that? Do you think that we think that they're going to like all of a sudden be like very mature when they hit 30? Definitely. Not very. <laughs> I think, first of all, you are, I always tell Brian this because he's the youngest person I ever went out with when I was single mm-hmm. and the most mature by far. Wow, wait, so you were dating guys who were like five years older than you? Mm-hmm. How come? It's just who I was set up with. I was mm-hmm. set up with, m- mostly everyone was like mid-30s. Mm. And Brian, do you think that when you turn 30, it's going to like be a game changer for you? <laughs> like, are you going to start being like, holy shit, I need to like X, Y, and Z? I'll let you know in four months from now. Wow. But, uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am me. Mm-hmm. 30. It's just an age or so I keep on telling myself. Yeah. But uh, it'll be an exciting time. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Are you the yeah. first to turn 30 out of the guys? Uh, no. Me and uh, our friend Parker turned 30 at the same time. Right. But yeah. whose birthday's first? His or yours? Six days before me, Parker. Okay. So it's like pretty much the same. Yeah. Pretty much the same. And you said your birthday's in four months. So that makes you a... I'm a Scorpio. And Katie. And I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> so you're our first couple who has the same sign. Wow. We are? Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like you're similar at all or not so much? Well, I feel like we're different aspects of Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Like who, who has the more evil aspects? Well, Katie's definitely like, I'm not going to say pushy, but definitely the more straightforward to the point. And I'm definitely more of the brooding, leave me alone, why are you in my space type of Scorpio. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I also keep the evil aspects of Scorpio like all in my business. Right. And I'm like very aggressive in business. Right, I'm, like, you're like very a intense. Jenner. Yep, and yeah. then in my personal life, I feel like I'm very calm. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, I was gonna ask you, it was actually one of the questions I wrote down, like I've, I guess I've known you for like as long as you guys have been dating now mm-hmm. and I've never seen you like get angry or like, out of control or like yell and I'm sure you've seen me do that like four or five times. <laughs> so I <That's> guess <laughs> so I guess my question for you but also for Brian is is there like is there a side that like I haven't seen where Katie like you know like Well this brings up a funny topic because we also haven't had a fight yet. 
Yeah, we need to talk <laughs> about that. Which really freaks me out in some ways, but we're just both, like, I'm not a fighter in my personal life at all. Mm-hmm. I've never been into confrontation. It's something I've actually had to work on, like, with my therapist. Mm-hmm. But... We know you can maybe answer more of you. I don't think you've really seen me out of control. Uh, I haven't seen you out of control, but when you do have a problem with me, you come to me right away with it. And I apologize right away because I'm normally wrong and you're right. That's also something I've really learned, like also from like past relationships and even like past friendships. Like if I have an issue, I say it very calmly. I say exactly what it is. And Brian's been very receptive to it. Mm hmm. What, Katie, is an example of like an issue that you've successfully been like, this is something that upset me and Brian was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to fix this. Okay, it's, it's, it's literally two words. It's toilet seat. Oh. Oh, that's... that's Wait, that's, you keep the toilet seat up? Well, no, I don't tip, like put it up on purpose, but... But you have a sister. Like, how do you not realize? We had separate bathrooms growing up. Must be nice. Yeah. Grew up in LA, you get separate bathrooms. True. Okay, Katie, what were you going to say? Well, that's funny because my brother, well, he grew up with two sisters, but if he kept the toilet seat up, like on vacation when we would share a room, we would start screaming, like screaming bloody murder. Like, the toilet seat's up. Uh And that response just isn't proportional. (laughs) And that's what I do to Brian, too. I'm like, oh my God, something happened in the bathroom. Uh (laughs) Um, No, I was only one issue that we like a real issue we've ever had was on Valentine's Day like I'm very sent I'm very cheesy and like like cards and flowers and I don't care like if it's like a nicer present or something I just was like oh I really want a card right and then I just said I really would have liked a card and that's the only issue did he do anything yes he cooked me dinner and it was so romantic and Uh then we went to Miami no it was amazing I just like I like to read cards right so I mean, you have to train them. Yes, so and that's something did. my mom has always said to me mm-hmm. from the beginning. She's like, Dad doesn't know any, didn't know anything until I told him. Like, this is what I like. This is how I like right. it. And then they're great. Yeah. Can I say, I used to, I used to resent that idea of you have to train your men. Oh, like, well, I there's mean. There's something you need to change about them. But, I guess, like, guys aren't supposed to be, like, in on that idea. Yeah, Just, but like, I, I actually yeah. now get it. Uh, yeah. There are well, things less- that are important to you, and you would like me to be aware of them. Exactly. And you don't want to have like resentments later. And it's not about like training them like a dog. It's just like about saying up front, like, this is what I need from you. And hoping that the guy says the same thing to the girl in that situation. Definitely. And also we, like, I, I don't know. I read the five love languages Mm -hmm. and I was like, these are definitely mine. These are definitely yours. Cause I feel like. What are yours? Gifts. Yeah. (laughs) Shocker. <laughs> and, and what are Ryan's? And, well, not even like gifts, like a, I need a thing, but like if he like picks me up like whatever I like to drink or something like that. I don't know. It just like reminds me that he's thinking of me. And yours are definitely touch. <laughs> physical like touch. Physical yeah, touch, touch. Physical. And I'm so the opposite. I like don't need that. Mm-hmm. I, before I was with Brian, I was like an ice queen. Right. He doesn't believe me, but like if like guy was like trying to touch me in public, I was like, no, don't go there. Totally. Yeah, and I'm the youngest child of three, so literally I was cuddled and coddled my entire life by everybody. Right. I get that. I mean, I'm the youngest, so. But I also don't like touching people, so I don't know. We'll figure that one out. But I just feel like people aren't mind readers. You have to tell people what you're feeling. You totally do. And you can't resent them because you didn't tell them. Yeah, exactly. So we were talking before we started recording about um, how you guys met. So how did you meet? Should we do the lot? Okay. You take this one and then I'll come with my version of it. 
That sounds good. Okay, so there's a short story, which is our friend Lizzie Savetsky set us up, and she's also a fellow fashion blogger. And then there's a longer story, which I'll just do in the little time frame. I was being set up with all these people, a lot of, I'm Jewish, a lot of like Persian Jews and people that just weren't for me and I knew it would never work out in the long run. So I was like, I'm going on Hinge. I had never been on a dating app before. I didn't want to connect any of my social media accounts because they're public. Right. And even though I do have a personal account, but I saw Brian, but we had no mutual friends on Facebook, no mutual friends on Instagram. I'm like, I'm never going to meet him. That's that. Yeah. And that like a day later, I was at my friend Lizzie's house hanging with her kids, like reading a bedtime story to them. And when she, I told her I had made a hinge account and she's married and has kids and she's like, no way, let's go on it. So we start like messaging all these crazy people. We get to Brian and she's like having a full blown freak out. She's like, that's Brian Bachner. That's Lauren's little brother. He's so little, but he's so hot. Let's call him. (laughs) And that's what happened. That's so cute. So wait, so how did she know Lauren? She's been best friends with Brian's older sister, Lauren, for years. They have kids that go to Ramaz together. And she was going to call him privately and we were wine drunk. And so we were like, no, let's call him right now and put him on speakerphone. So how did you get his number from Lauren? Because Lizzie has always had, I think, like a little bit of a crush on Brian. And like maybe, I don't know, like had his number somehow. (laughs) And then, oh, and then he hung up because he was at the gym. And so then we started aggressively texting him. But then we went out the next day. So it all worked out. (laughs) See, I love that. Like you see, and and I want to hear your version too, Bri. But I like you see something that you like. And you go for it and like Mm -hmm. you made it happen and you made it fun and not like, oh my God, this needs to be this or like I'll be so upset, you know? And I feel like so many girls like they get so like, I don't know, they like get so like desperate about a situation like that and they don't, they lose like the fun of it and like the excitement of like, I just want to like meet this person. Exactly. And I knew nothing about him. Like at that point, I didn't even know his last name. Right. And... I remember Lizzie's like, oh, he's so young. So in my mind, I was like, oh, whatever. We'll just go hang out, maybe. Right. You didn't realize he was older than you. I was just trying to make it funny. Like the Uh whole thing was hilarious. And I know his sister through work. I never obviously asked her, do you have a younger brother for me or an older brother for me? That just never came up. And so she thought it was hilarious too. And she's like, oh, he's my little brother. Like, you'll just have sex with him, whatever. (laughs) Oh what a great God. older sister, can I say? That's Lauren hysterical. Bachner, Wait, I didn't, how did, how did you and Lauren get connected through work? Is she in? So Lauren runs, a, is in charge of all events in PR at Alice and right, Olivia. Right, right. Okay. That's and what I so thought. I had met her at a few events and she was so, she was great. I, did, I only really knew her through work and she saw that I was just like hanging alone at one of the events and she's like, here's some tequila. It'll help. Uh-huh. That's epic. Yeah. So, Brian, what's your uh, version of that? I mean, it's definitely a little shorter than that. Uh-huh. Just like you know, like a tad, like maybe two to three minutes shorter. Uh-huh. But uh, there's a huge level of serendipity in how we met. Uh, you know, we both were on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on it for a little longer than Katie was. I think <laughs> you were on it for about an entire week <laughs> when we met. It was two days. Two days? <laughs> Great. Katie was on Hinge for two whole days with my boyfriend. She's Must definitely nice. the exception, not the rule. But uh, yeah, we matched on Hinge, typical fashion. Uh, nothing happened out of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just one of those uh, matches. Why didn't you message her? There's, there's so many reasons. You know, you match with so many people in a day and for one reason or another, you're just taking a break from it or 
you gloss over the person and it doesn't really come to focus. Do you remember like how you matched? Did you like one of her pictures or was it an answer to a question? Uh, I, I want to say I answered one of your questions and maybe there was like one back and forth, but it died pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then like a week later, I was at the gym running on the treadmill and I got a phone call from my sister's friend. And I was like, oh my God, why is Lizzie calling me now at like 930 at night mm-hmm. on a Thursday? This can't be good. And also, I never go to Lizzie's apartment. So it was just like so serendipitous. She just happened to ask me to come over that night. She's like, the girls really want you to read to them. And like I wasn't friends with Lizzie on Facebook. We're really friendly for work. And so, so you was, didn't know that she was a mutual? Never. Yeah. I, we had zero mutual friends, mm-hmm. which I also thought was kind of weird. I'm like, he's a freak. Yeah. So I would think that too. Yeah. It was really nice because there was obviously a, a digital component to it, but there mm-hmm. was also like a, an IRL uh, matchmaking component. Like, you know, right. like, there was some social validation. We matched. I was able to go see what she looked like and, you know, verify that she was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had a friend tell me that she was awesome and that I should go out with her immediately, which I did. That's Great. I love that. I can't believe it's our 100th episode. I'm honestly freaking out about it. And I'm just like, I don't know what to say. I'm shook. I know I'm talking about it a lot, but like, let me live. And something else that I'm really into right now is the multivitamin I've been taking. I hope you're still listening because I'm telling you this multivitamin has done wonders for me. It's for, you know, all the health freaks. It's vegan certified, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergy-free, you name it. And you can take them on an empty stomach, which is great if you're being anno. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But it's good. And there's no disgusting fishy aftertaste. It's like a Nice little minty situation, no nausea design. And I mean, I'm loving ritual because I don't really eat properly. Like I eat like a five-year-old, so I don't get any of the nutrients or vitamins that I need. But I take two capsules of ritual a day and I get literally all of the vitamins that I need. It's perfect. And I personally love it. I've been feeling stronger. I go to my workout classes and I'm just, I I feel like the rest of the people in there, like I feel like I actually have a healthy diet for once. So I want you to try it out. Let me know what you think. You just go to ritual.com slash Acme, start yours, your little ritual. It reminds me of that, that song. It's, I just remember from Love Island, Love Island. It's like, I'll always be a ritual. Um, Yeah, I don't have a good voice, Um, but you can get 10% off your first three months by going to ritual.com slash Acme now. So again, that's ritual.com slash Acme. Get 10% off your first three months. I'm telling you, this is an amazing vitamin. It's got so many ingredients that you need, vitamin E, omega-3, iron, magnesium, and magnesium regulates you're pooping and um, some people need help with that. Um, Definitely not me. Anyway, hope that you guys check it out and that you like it. Okay, back to the episode. And your first date was casual? Was it formal? Was it drinks? Was it Our first date, we got pretty blackout drunk. 
mean, our first date was like supposed to start out pretty casual. We, I had my grandmother, it was a crazy day. I had, and it was a Monday. I had my grandmother's birthday dinner and I had to leave the birthday dinner early, which is now a whole like joke in my family because I'm actually dating him. But I was, I have 10 cousins. We're all in our twenties and thirties living in New York city. And we're very close and I was the only one who left the dinner. So I was getting shit on the whole week that I left the birthday dinner early to go on a random date with someone I never met before. So I almost had to cancel the date. And so it was so late and we went to Dante. Oh, wait. Wait. I, I don't know how you feel about being late to a date or, or how people should, uh, should go after that. Katie was about 25 minutes late to our date. Yeah. I mean, I would be livid, but Funny story, my boyfriend was 25, maybe 30 minutes late to our third date, which I feel like is even more fucked up. You know what I mean? Because like yeah, a little bit. you already know them. Totally. And so I think like one lateness is fine. Yeah, but, but the first more. one. And I'm also always on time. Like no matter what I am in my life for work, like, I'm so proud. This is false. This is what are you talking about? We missed a flight the other day. You were late. Well, I think total fabrication. I think that it's one of those stories where like, and she was like 25 minutes late to our first date. And then like, I still were like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just part of the whole serendipity well, of it. All. I had actually had a date a week before and the same, and another girl was 25 minutes late and she kept on saying she was right around the corner every five minutes, never showed up. So I walked out. Katie got so lucky because I was sitting down at Dante and I was doing a crossword on my phone and it was a Thursday. And like, I don't know if you do crosswords. I do words with friends, but I don't okay. do crosswords. Thursdays are impossible. You, I've never finished one before in my life and this is the first one that I was actually able to get through. And I'm sitting there at the bar by myself, like blasting through this crossword, like not paying attention to the time. And all of a sudden Katie walks in and I look down at my clock and I see she's 25 minutes late. And I was like, okay, she's, she's here and she's cute. Let's right, right. <laughs> Otherwise, but what I don't were you know if it would have gone so well. But had you been texting him, Katie, being like, I'm I was on like, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm so sorry. I'm leaving my grandma's birthday dinner. And I think you were like, at least that's a good excuse or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started at Dante and I've never had a Negroni before. And it's I'm really big lightweight, but I was like, could handle a lot of alcohol that night. We had two Negronis. Then we went to another bar then we walk through the park and then at, by that time I was pretty drunk and I'm like, let's go to my favorite place in New York City, which is Marie's Crisis, a Broadway bar. And on Monday nights, all the Broadway stars are not performing because they are off from Broadway for that night. And it's usually the best night where like the best singers come in and everything. I would never bring a date there, let alone like a guy I was right. interested in right. <laughs> on a first date or any time. Um, and then we, we, I don't know, then we happened to run into my camp friend on a first date while we got there. And like, then the night was a blur. I'm not really sure. Yeah, the, the first thing I said to my friends when they asked me the next day, like, so how was your date? I was said, she could really handle her liquor. That was oh, great. wow. All things are going to happen. That's hysterical. And I'm like such a lightweight, so I don't right. know where that came from. Right. Have you guys like gotten blackout on a date together since then? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? no we have we'll get in our first few dates like we definitely did now not so much like we just had our we're we're boring (laughs) now we just had our anniversary i'm like okay let's go home after like one drink Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what would you say so first of all how long has it been now that you guys have been official 
than a year. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Like a year today? A year last week. Wow. How did you celebrate? We went to the Nomad Hotel and we had a, like a fancy little sexy date night. That's so cute. And what would you say has been the most challenging thing for you guys in your relationship? And then we'll we'll go with the best. I don't know, darling. You take this one. Not <laughs> to say what's challenging because you never say. Well, I mean, <laughs> some of the some of the things that are challenging are really just like the garden variety stuff, right? Like, right. where are you going to sleep tonight? Uh, oh yeah. I live downtown. She lives uptown. Uh, so that is definitely a source I of I live uptown. I live in Nomad. Yeah, okay. I was just going to say. She, she lives uptown. What is uptown to you? I guess she above, up, above, 14th above 14th Street, Street. is Thank uptown. Yeah, Fine. Exactly. And he did tell me on our first date, oh, I rarely go above 14th Street. I'm like, okay, douche. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, are like you that. in rent? It's like the Upper East Side, right? Um, yeah. It's it's up there, but it's not it's not as bad as the upper east side. Have a more challenging thing than where we where we sleep. I mean, honestly, like what you want me to come up with something? We're no, we're pretty yeah. boring. The, my, for the most I part, mean, our fights at least. We don't really yeah that our fight we don't really f- have a fight so that well um, we're gonna move in together so that's crazy. Oh my god! But Wait, we'll probably explain have a fight explain how did that come up? Who initiated it? And wasn't there? Um, moment in time where Brian you were thinking about moving to LA yeah there was a quick minute that we were moving to LA we were fully moving to LA for two years and I was actually really excited about it I'm lucky that I have a job that I can pick up and move and work remotely so that wasn't ever an issue is more like and that would have been for grad school for grad school so it would have been two years and then hopefully come back to New York so in the midst of this decision of whether we're moving to LA or not, when it all push came to shove and we decided we were staying in New York, we couldn't just go back to like the status quo, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can't talk about moving across country with each other to live with each other and then not actually do it while we're here. Right. So it kind of just escalated things and moved us forward in a positive direction. We actually never had to talk about it, which every, all our friends keep asking us like, oh, how'd you decide to mm-hmm. move in together? We never had to talk. It just was like, Oh, let's look for a place to live. Because your leases are My soon to be out? My lease is up, but that kind of came out later. You asked me, you're like, well, we should we should be moving in together once your lease up. And I'm like, oh, good timing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, you initiated it, basically. I guess. I don't know. And do you think that moving in together after a year is soon or just about? Enough time. I mean, come on. It, it's different for every relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're 23 and 24, it's probably soon. But, you know, as we talked about, I'm about to be 30. Uh, Katie's about to be 27. It's like, it's natural time. Yeah, and I don't think it had to do for us for, like, the timing. It was just more, we sleep at each other's apartments every, and not for convenience yeah, either. Yeah, I was going to ask, how often are sleepovers happening? <sighs> sleepovers are happening very often. And... Sleepovers, and so for for me, it's really frustrating. I'm sure you can relate as the girl in the relationship. Like my clothes are everywhere, and even though I do work from home, I'm most of my meetings are at 9 a.m. and Mm -hmm. I don't have all my things. And I know I never sleep at his. Yeah, see, I feel like I'm very I sleep at yours a lot, which is very unusual. I know you disagree, but I think so. (laughs) I agree, and it's just like I get. 
I, I would just start getting frustrated with my things and like it's not it's like little things like oh I don't have the right mascara mm-hmm. to wear and like I look tired today things like that so but we were having we we're having sleepovers pretty often what I mean you literally have a pharmacy over my apartment I don't know. I'm also a fashion and beauty blogger. Isn't enough sometimes. Like I have a. I went to like Dwayne Reed. I got all the stuff at Max's, and like I still don't think it's enough to sleep there. I mean, I could supply a Sephora with what I have. My. (laughs) You also are an exception because you I you date a beauty blogger, so I have all these products I bring over, and I'm like, oh, fun. Let's do masks tonight, or let's do that. But that doesn't mean it's going to be what I need that night or that morning. Or like my hair tools. You just Mm -hmm. never know. Girls need to be in their space. I really think over guys, Mm -hmm. but moving in together should be amazing because it's just like we'll take out that entire issue and also like you know from the planning on where to sleep and whose house mm-hmm. are we going tonight and then what I'm going to bring that day right. it takes out a whole that whole I actually I was just on a bachelorette this weekend and I found something out that blew my fucking mind and what? I wonder what you guys think about this my friend who's engaged she told me that her and her fiance don't have sides of their bed they that is don't whack. have sides. Have you ever heard of something like that? So what, they just switch every night? Just random. However they feel? Yeah. That's chaos. Chaos. I'm so happy you agree. So you, like, how did you guys decide on your sides? Because it's like a big deal. Hey, I'm trying to remember. Well, I, well, we actually, the first few times we had slept together, I slept on the other side. And I was uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was not into that side, yeah. but I was like trying to be cute and, right. and be like, oh, it's a fine. I'll just yeah, like yeah, not yeah. sleep tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, I feel like with, when you have your own place, like you have your own side. So that's kind of how it happens. Like you're like, oh, well, this is my side. So like, here's your side, you know? And by the way, on my side at Katie's apartment for like, for like the first six months that we were dating, there was no side table. There was nothing. Like, he wasn't getting had, a side table unless I knew it was the one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I had no place to put my water at night. It was insane. Put I had to on, bend down to the, to the bed. floor. Put it next to the bed. Like an animal. Pick yeah, it up no, off the ground. Yeah, no, that is crazy. That is crazy. I actually remember when I was single, I went home with this guy once and he didn't even get me a water for sleep. Like That's at all. Nasty. I know. It was disgusting. And then I never returned his calls or like texts ever again. And... And I bet you're the one who's considered the bitch for ghosting him. Yeah, exactly. Little does he know, he dehydrated me and almost killed me. But I feel like that on so many dates, like I would go on dates and yeah. like, I would hear even not like with thing, actions, but people would say the most obnoxious things and then oh, be yeah, like, oh, she time. didn't like respond to my text oh, to the person God. who set us up. I'm like, no shit, because he time. was an asshole. It's really insane. I, a guy on a date once told me that I, I he asked me if I was a farmer. <laughs> what context though I think I was like pretty high and like I like showed up to the date and like just like had like a very like low key like chill vibe you know I mean were you wearing overalls like Like, no and I was like yeah like you know I don't don't know I was just speaking and he was like you speak like a farmer you are you a farmer and I was like literally the opposite of a farmer like I'm from New York City like I don't know what to tell you but he was really rude. I mean, I had like the one funny, this person I went out on a blind date with before I met, like it was actually the date I went out with before I met Brian. Mm-hmm. The guy was so rude. He fully set up at, was making fun of my blog 
making fun of how young I was in compared to him. And then I ordered a frosé because we were at Bar Premie and he said that only children order frosés. And I was Stop. like, and I walk and I've never walked out of a date before. And I just was like, you know what? Like, I don't know if this is Fuck like you trying guy. to be flirty, but it's not my vibe. Yeah. He was like negging you. And then he asked me out again. And then my yeah, best friend's wedding was at his house, which might be sharing too much, but I like was, I couldn't, and he like tried to come to the wedding. We were like, no, you can't. I mean, that's what's so insane is that like a lot of, a lot of these, at least from my experience, guys, cause I don't date girls. Like they genuinely think a date is going well when they are being so like clearly either obnoxious or like when you're not giving a vibe back, that's when you get the text. Cause I feel yeah. like so many guys like want the girl that like doesn't seem interested, you know? And also obnoxious is just never the way to go. Never the way to go. Wait. It's not cool to like look obnoxious or cool. Some, and then one time, the one second, the worst date I ever had was someone brought me, they like switched it up. They said we were going somewhere I never heard of and then brought me the Baccarat Hotel. And I'm like, I'm not a hooker. Yeah, what? don't bring people there. wait can we can we side break for a second who was that guy the the oh God, guy with the house is that, is that allowed Are no you allowed we're, we're cutting this we're cutting oh, okay this. um it's um i just got back to the city from my trip and i've been running around doing so many errands it's insane i feel like i haven't stopped once especially my family's in the city so they're like come see me i'm there i'm here so it's just non-stop and like, thank God I've been using native deodorant because it's just, it stays on all day. And usually I'm like, I'm so smelly with, with other deodorants, but it's been so incredible. Like no matter what I'm doing, if I'm working out, if I have a 16 hour day, it's so amazing. And I'm so grateful. And like, obviously it's amazing. I mean, they have over 8,000 five-star reviews They've been featured in a million different media publications. And the ingredients are simple as fuck. Like, it's great. It has no, there's no aluminum like there are in other deodorants. And that can be really dangerous to your health. I bet you didn't even know that. Um, I mean, I didn't know that before I started using Native. My favorite scent is the coconut and vanilla, which I mentioned before. Um, it's the most popular. And obviously, because I'm basic AF. But it's really incredible and you can save $2 per stick and Native can deliver to your door, which is so incredible. I mean, I run out of deodorant so fast, especially when it's hot out. So again, I also I smelled my armpits at the end of the day and I still smelled good, which is rare, especially because I needed to shave them. But anyway, enough about my hygiene um for 20 percent off your first purchase you just have to visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code acme during checkout so that's 20 percent off your first purchase by going to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code acme i bet your deodorant's running out maybe you need a deodorant for your trip seriously check it out i really really love it so hope you're enjoying the episode Okay, so Brian, what is like a bad date situation that you've been on? Because we've heard about mine and Katie's. Oh, God. I mean, I feel like I've definitely talked with you about this on probably a few occasions. Yeah, for sure. I think about like two or three weeks before I went out with Katie, I went out with another girl. 
this is fun. Yeah, she was. I'm not gonna say she was a catfish, but she definitely did some <laughs> serious body tuning right. before we came on the date. Like what was what I saw in Hinge? Yeah, like this nice little petite blonde Miami girl was not who showed up uh, sitting across from me at Seymour's. That always happens at least once when you're on a dating app. Yeah, totally at least once. I'm actually glad it happened. So did like, you handle it like a gentleman? Yeah, I handled it as pretty well as I could. I mean, listen, she, at the last minute, we were supposed to meet at a bar. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, I was actually just there a week ago. Can we meet at Seymour's? I said, okay, that's not exactly the same vibe I was uh-huh. going for. That's dinner, not drinks, but sure, I'll see where this goes. Uh, oh, I remember this. Story. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, <laughs> she shows up 20 minutes late. She's high off her rocker. Mm-hmm. Can't even put together sentences. Sits down all of a sudden, starts ordering the entire side of the menu. Oh my and we're God. talking like seafood pasta with like extra parm on it, uh, like desserts, the fish tacos. And I'm not eating any of this. I'm just wa- sitting there watching this girl who is not look like she did on Hinge devour this feast in front of me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and the push comes to shove, the <laughs> insult to injury. When the check came, she sat there for five minutes, <gasps> sc- like screaming, looking for her credit card. And I, I sat there just like baiting her all, seeing what would happen. And finally I had enough. I just put my card down and said, all right, waiter check. This is enough. Let's get out of here. Oh, my God. Maybe she was though like how to lose a guy in 10 days tanks you. Like she was trying to like write an article because that's crazy. No, that no. just sounds like a very not self-aware girl. Well, one time I went on a date and this guy was drooling in my face. And I don't know <laughs> if anyone else has had that experience. But I just thought that was so inconsiderate like what if first of all I didn't like the smell second of all you don't do that in a restaurant yeah modern romance thing like it is right 2019 yeah no that's gross I feel like I've been lucky that like I when I was dating no one ever jeweled on the date like I feel like I just like got into a relationship right as jewel was becoming like a whole thing yeah but I would be horrified I was horrified. And I was just embarrassed for us at the restaurant because I'm like, I hope no one thinks it's my boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's the worst. This is not a good look for me. So you guys met. You went on a great first date. Sorry, Katie's parents, if you're listening, but when did you have sex? We had sex. Well, we had a crazy second and a half date. I. Why second and a half? Because. Um, we went on two amazing dates and then he like asked me what my plans were for the week. And I was like, you know what? I'm really on the birthday circuit this week. I can't do like a dinner or like mm-hmm. a drinks. And then you said that I'm on the same circuit. Why don't we meet after? Then you came and picked me up from one of my friend's birthdays, which was at a bar. And we jumped in a fountain. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was trying to see if Brian was spontaneous and fun because that's something I was just like needing at Uh the time. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to ask him if he'll do it. I'm thinking he wouldn't. Okay, back up about five paces. We both had birthdays in the same area. Mm -hmm. I picked her up at the end of mine. We walked back through the West Village in the sweltering heat, like mid-August, 100-degree night. And we walked up to Father Demo Square right by Joe's Pizza. Mm. And we sat down and she dared me to jump in the fountain. So I said, okay. And I picked her up and I 
dumped her in there and lo and behold, we're in the fountain. That's really cute. That's like rom-com shit. It was really cute, except when I was soaking wet after trying to find From a taxi. really dirty water. Really dirty water. And I was taking a million selfies of myself in the taxi, sending to my friends, being like, I jumped in the fountain. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then your heat, Brian was trying to get me to come home with him. And I was, like my first thought was like, I'm not going to have any clothes to wear. Right. So I had to go home. And then after and you then went the over sec- there. Then the the third and a half date, we had dinner. And, and what are these halves like? Where do because they come I'm from? Because I'm calling them halves in my mind because I don't think it's a full date if you're like picking someone up. Oh from a yeah, party. yeah, yeah. Agree. So I, in my mind, I'm calling it half. Like I'm very old school. Mm-hmm. And so um, we, our third and a halves, we had sex after we had dinner. Or did we go somewhere? I don't know. He's, I was like, you had to at that point. Right. I also like, you. Ha- that's how you know if you like someone. I don't know how people are like waiting to like six, seven dates. Like who has time for that? I did that. You did? Yeah. You waited till seven? I don't know, but I waited a month. And like we dated like I would say Why? two or three times every week. Because I had like a fuck buddy at the time. So I wasn't like dying of horniness. And, <laughs> that's cheating. Yeah. And um, also because I... I don't know. I I just like was dating other people, you know, still. And I didn't want to like be sleeping with everyone, you know, like there, I like there's no right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. Every relationship. No, I it agree. All I agree. It all. Totally. Totally. I think as long as you're you're not like sleeping with them, like the first time you ever meet them, because I feel like that to me, I is like doesn't always end up. Totally. I never. Oh, wait, I'll tell Rose, but I was going to say like. I was always that girl. I was like, oh, if I really like them, I'm not going to have sex with them till like yeah. the fifth or sixth date. Yeah, but exactly. But if you don't like them, it's like, why not? Yeah, have sex exactly. With them right but away? then I just, I don't know. We were getting to the point where it was just like, I, we both clearly really wanted to sleep together. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really know. I can't keep saying bye and like taking a taxi. So I was like, right. okay, let's just do it. Right. Yeah. Can, can I ask when you're dating yeah. somebody and you do have a fuck buddy, when do you stop seeing the fuck buddy? When you like can't sleep with them anymore because you like the other person so much. Gotcha. Which like actually happened to me. And like, did it. And I was like, leave my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, gone. You. Yeah. Like, I never want to see you again. Wow. And then, like, the sex with my partner was, like, that much better because, like, I actually really cared, cared about, about him. him. Then. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, okay, so, Kate, you're obviously... I don't know why I called you Kate. Like, it's even like though that's your Instagram you know? name, like, you're Katie to but me. people always say, because my grandmother mm-hmm. and cousins call me Kate, so it is kind of like... Yeah. My name's Catherine. Yeah, but Kate's like your persona to me. Yeah, it's yeah. a persona. It's a persona. It is. It's so a you have a big Instagram. And so like obviously when you follow someone on your Instagram, like it's a commitment. When did you and Brian start following each other? And like, Brian, like what was your initial thought about the fact that Katie had so many followers? Were you like, oh no? Or were you like, that's hot? So from my perspective, I don't know about you, but like... Brian was the only one who at least like I don't know if you felt this way but played it cool on our date mm-hmm. and was actually really interested and was like asking me questions about the business side of it mm-hmm. whereas any other date I've been on either they were so confused had no idea what was going on or when I would tell them would just like have a st- uncomfortable reaction or would follow me already and it was just really weird for oh, everybody. Oh that's creepy. So you were asking me more questions like about it and, like you were like oh what brands are you working with and 
I got so nervous that like I, I, well, I was working with Krispy Kreme, but like I said the wrong information about it. Brian mm. like corrected me. Um, <laughs> Wait, if you ever I always correct a girl on the date, it goes over really well. <laughs> but um, if you ever get Krispy Kremes for free, I do. Let me know. Um, anyway, so then we didn't. I didn't follow. We didn't follow each other on Instagram. I also have a personal account, which is. A literally Brian Bachner fan page where I only show like <laughs> literally. Brian, literally like Brian and my family and I that was my first Instagram account right. so I really call my other one like my Finsta but we didn't follow each other on anything for I'd say like the first you're you're gonna correct me but I think two months which I liked I just felt like it kept us more real and I felt like it was old school and mm. more rom-commy I'm like ooh I don't know what he's doing I have right. no idea but then you followed him and you were like oh he never posts so yeah like, and the, and <laughs> I'm then, not missing anything but then I re- remember I was Audis and I saw because um, obviously I would like always like look to see if we had any friends right. that got added like blah 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 like I look at his account and so I saw that he was like viewing my stories and so I was like oh yeah. he does like me but, uh, <laughs> that's I'll, really cute I'll, I'll say something and then I'll back up uh I actually have Kate's stories muted on my phone. And by Kate, you mean my honestly Kate account. Correct. Yes. You're all through ego. Yeah. Because I just don't need to know what she's doing at all hours of the day. I actually really like that. I think that that's very, like, that keeps it sexy in a lot of ways. Totally. Because also when we come when we see each other at the end of the day, it's weird, I feel like, if he's like, oh, I already know what you did. Right. No, I completely agree. Max isn't on Instagram right now. Like he just yeah. um, like ha- like is taking like a three month Instagram break and it's so nice like when I come back and he's like what did you do today mm-hmm. instead of me being like you know what I did you know um, yeah it's so much better also I just feel like you know like you and I will speak to the camera I don't want to yeah. like I, 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 I know. care about anyone oh my God. it's gonna be Brian I care yeah. who like has an opinion no. I'm like hi guys I don't want anyone to see that like I don't even want my friends to see it when I do it I'm like oh. Fuck. My friends oh. send me the craziest. Like the messages I get from my friends, and I recently hired an assistant, and so she's signed in and sees all my things. She laughs so hard. My friends' reactions to when I speak. Uh huh. That's well, so funny. Yeah. The greatest thing is I love watching Katie's stories in front of her, uh-huh. and seeing her bug out, hearing her. Oh speak. my god. That's it's, hysterical. It's, it's really one of my Wait, favorite. Wait, so guys, I don't know how, but we already are at the end of the episode. Oh my god. So I always end the episodes with like a quote or piece of advice that you have. So we'll start with Katie and unless Brian, you have one on deck. It could just be like something as simple as like when someone shows you who they are, pay attention. (laughs) Oh God. Well, my quote never changes like whether Uh it's in business or in life. And I think it's also really like relevant to our relationship. Like if you want something, just ask for it. Mm -hmm. If the worst that's going to happen is, it's they're gonna say no, right? And I feel like in our relationship, like I saw you and I knew that I, there was something about you I wanted to like know more about. And I also feel like in work, anytime I've just gone for something, it's worked out more times than none. Mm-hmm. I love that. What about you, Brian? I'm gonna say, give more than you expect to get back. <sighs> I like that, and then it all works itself out. I really like that, and I think all. Um, men listening right now should oh also God, I'm not a role model for people please <laughs> <You are>. yes. <laughs> well just just in that one quote right. should uh, pay attention to that 
Well, thank you guys so much. I'm so glad that we did this and that all the Honestly Kate fans get a little uh, (laughs) insight to your relationship. Honestly Kate. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So how, where can people find you and follow you and keep up? With you the can keep up with me at my Instagram handle, which is just honestly Kate, or my blog, which is www.iamhonestlykate.com. And this is also like the first time you'll really be hearing from Brian, but like moving forward, you'll be seeing a lot more of my personal life. So I'm excited to share. Woo! Woo! Love <laughs> it. Thank you so much, guys. And hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Write us a review on the podcast app or go to wemetatacme.com for more information on our upcoming events. Thanks for listening.